Michelle, hi, hi. Great to see you. Interactions with humans that are not my kids. I'm Jazz. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird, isn't it? Like, we're literally in a bubble. Yeah. It's so weird. Yep. Like, I could probably survive without ever leaving this place. Food gets delivered. You couldn't survive, though. No, like, I'd lose my sanity. Right, But I'm saying, like, literally, If you had to. I could. Yeah. But you still want to go shoot guns tomorrow night? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory and grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you? Happy Saturday. How's everyone doing? It's uh, the What Would Jeff Do show with Joelle. And it is... I said that right, right didn't I? Saturday? It's Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, it's Saturday. Um, it's a Q&A show. You asked to invite anything about it, too. I don't know. Uh, we don't leave the building anymore. <laughs> what day is it? I don't know. Day 100 of quarantine? <laughs> and uh, what we're going to do is you're going to ask a question. Joel's going to read it. I'll answer it. Joel's going to answer it. Um, Joel's going to stay hydrated. You're going to answer it? Yeah, you answer questions. Mm-mm. Yes, you do. Um, it's a Q&A show. A lot of people ask us how to stop bad behaviors. So you hear a lot of us talk about, you know, punishment. Call it a correction. Call it what you want. But you're not going to reward your dog out of a good behavior. It's not going to happen. Meanwhile, uh, Joel put up a fantastic video this week of Rocket um, with uh, introducing the remote collar. Um, you saw the dog as it came in. It's reactive to everything. Um, and then you show, show uh, the remote collar in CS and NCS. It's a wonderful description. It's some of the best videos that we've done, that Joelle has done, which is we, we've done. Um, and what you'll see, though, is people have to understand that's what most of our day looks like here. It looks like that. Um, the, the show tends to be focused on stopping. It's that, like, first we bonked, you know, we bonk the dog first, and then we do all the training. So... Um, that's what we do at the training center. We, we, we rehab dogs. We're still open. We're still taking dogs. You still get your dog to us. We'll still work your dog. Um, it's all boarding trained. So once your dog's here, it's here. Um, um, and then we have a seminar series, which, um, schedule has been moved, moved around, you know, all our overseas, uh, seminars are canceled because of who knows what's going to be happening as far as flights, even when this is over. And then our domestic ones for the next two months definitely are, um, uh, um, going to be pushed back to later in the year. Um, so let's go. There's something called Top Chat at the bottom of your screen. You can do, um, uh, uh, if you do a Top Chat, what happens is your question sometimes goes to the top, does go to the top if it's over $4.99. But it's a good way also to just uh, uh, say thank you financially. Um, uh, but you don't have to pay to play. We answer all the questions. At least we tried to. Okay. Well, what do we got? Uh, barista boy. Hi, Jeff. My dog sits on the couch so he can look out the bay window mm. and wait for someone to walk by. Do you think it'd be a good idea to get him off the couch and teach him not to go in that room? Um, I mean, what does he do when someone goes by is more of the question. If your dog explodes or barks or, you know, literally scans, it's not the, I mean, it's not the worst behavior in the world if your dog is not making noise. 
Your dog is just literally sitting in the window and just watching people walk by. It's not the worst thing. Do you want your dog to be doing that? You know, it's a good opportunity to lie on the floor instead or teach place. That's totally up to you. But if the dog is look is, is waiting for people to bark at, you absolutely want to stop that. Next. Barista boy, how would I get a dog to stay out of a certain room? Buy a gate? Um, you can always buy a gate if you want to. You can also do barrier training. So you do barrier training. Um, Gary Wilkes um, has a great barrier training um, uh, uh, little kit you can get. Um, it's got a little... Uh, so there's sort of like laser that if a dog breaks the laser, then there's a rope. Um, you can keep your dog out of um, a room. If you've got underground fence technology, invisible fence technology in your um, on your property, they make something. They actually make a little portable unit actually you can use as well. You can actually take this little pod. You plug the pod in. The dog's got a collar. And um, you can actually use it to keep dogs from going up and down certain staircases, keep them out of a certain room. Um, there's a lot of different options. So um, that's that's going to be a good unsupervised um, option because then when you're not around, um, it, it, the dog, if it went in the room, it would be corrected automatically. Next. Near Magic 22, I've been listening to the podcast. This is my first live. Oh, Hi, guys. Awesome. Your content has helped me and my dog so much. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here. We really, really appreciate it. Appreciate all of you. Appreciate all of you. It's been, um, it's been an interesting week. You know, this last Saturday was our... We were in Frederick. We finished our first day of the seminar. Oh, yeah. That's how quick things have happened. <sighs> yeah, it's been a long week. It's been a really long week. Think about that, though. Last Saturday, we were in Frederick, Maryland, and we had a great first day of the seminar. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Next. Near Magic. I already read that. Adventure McLoy. Trying to teach down with duration, and my GSC will down, but then army crawl around the area if he is on leash or off. So number one, definitely keep the dog on leash. How many repetitions of down have you done? So if you've done down, say 300 times, if you say down and that dog downs and it knows down, now it's time for consequence for breaking a known command. So that's going to be as soon as the dog army crawls or breaks it, you would mark it. Markers are important. Um, in fact, um, Joelle and Brittany are going to do start doing a little ask, you know, sort of like a little show they're going to do, and they're going to talk a lot about things like probably markers. and Definitely markers. Yeah. So it's important that you say um, no as soon as that dog army crawls. No. And then you can apply your punisher. That could be a remote collar that you can walk over and give your dog a leash correction. It could be a bonker. Um, the dog needs to know that that's, that's not what you want. And then what a lot of people do is when the dog army crawls, they'll bring the dog back. They'll bring the dog back to place. Um, and, and what you want to do with that is um, that's the beginning stages. But once the dog absolutely positively knows it and you've done hundreds of reps, it's time for it's time for something that will have the dog not break command. Next. Cheryl, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Joelle, your hair looks beautiful as always, and I'm loving your Instagram work. Yours too, Jeff. No, it's, it's – Thanks, Cheryl. She does all the Instagram. But, but her personal page is definitely do, doing great. Um, Jeff, sorry you're having to make difficult decisions. It'll get better soon. Yeah, I think every business owner out there is making difficult decisions. I had to make another one last night. Um, in this last week, I've made some really, really hard decisions, probably the hardest decisions of, of I don't say my life, but business decisions. Um, it's been a crazy week. Uh, but that's, that's the job of... Um, that's the job of, of a business owner. That's the job of a leader. Um, what makes it even harder 
for me is we're a small company and I love my staff and I care about each and every one of them. Um, but we're doing what we can to, to, to stay alive. And I think a lot of small businesses are. Um, a lot of small businesses are actually not going to be able to survive this. Um, we don't have insurance for something like this. We have loss of income insurance, but not this is not, you need to have in, you need to have the event to have the loss of income, such as a fire, a storm, a hurricane, but not, there's nothing out there for, um, for, for what's going on right now. So they looked at, they looked at doing that. The insurance company looked at that back, um, a while ago and they just couldn't price it properly or it would be too expensive. They felt nobody would buy it. Um, so, but there's, 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 um, for all my fellow small business owners out there, the SBA has got capital loans available. So look in, look into your local SBA and I, and they're, um, I'm sure there's plenty of aggressive, um, streamlining of, uh, getting, getting funds. So next. Sarah Bug Art. Hey, Jeff and Joel. Hope your day has been good. Yeah, it's been, you know, every day, every day is, 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 every day is like a roller coaster. Every day is a roller coaster. Um, you know, it has its good moments, great moments, and then, and then struggling moments, you know. So, you know, it's, it's, it's important. I think it's, imp I think it's important that people, oh, it's important to put out positive messages. Joel's really good at putting out great positive, positive, positive messages on her, um, uh, on her, on her Instagram. That doesn't mean she doesn't, um, struggle and I'm putting out, you know, as much positivity as I can. And that doesn't mean I don't struggle. Um, and I, and I, and it's, it's, uh, I think everybody out there that I follow that have, that is, as far as like different mentors and not, they're not, I'm not talking about dog trainers. People say, what dog trainers do you follow? It's like, it's like, I see other people's stuff, but that's not who I, who, who I study. I study, you know, different leaders and, um, and there's some great, there's some great stuff. Like Jim Rohn talks about the changing of the seasons and, um, uh, uh there's just really interesting stuff out there. So, so I think it's a vulnerable time for people right now. Next. Kibu. Hey, Jeff and Joelle. What are we learning about today? Did your Canadian shadow get to Canada? Um, no, she won't be there for a while. She'll probably take two, three days to get up there. She left yesterday. It was a very, very sad moment. Um, she left early. She felt it would be better to be back home. Um, she was probably going to be here for three more months. So, um, we, we miss her terribly and she's probably, probably crossed the border. Hopefully today I'll text her, um, after the show, actually find out, um, how she is. She's probably not like doing driving marathons every day. She's probably stopping and, you know, areas that are wooded and running her dog and you know enjoying enjoying the outdoors next michelle hi hi great to see you interactions with humans that are not my kids i'm jazz yeah yeah it's so weird isn't it like we're literally in a bubble yeah it's so weird yep like it, i could probably survive without ever leaving this place food gets delivered you couldn't survive though not like I'd lose my sanity, right, but right. I'm saying like oh, literally right. if like, you had to, I could. Yeah. But you still want to go shoot guns tomorrow night? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So as long as they're open. Next. Uh, Michelle. Good evening, Jeff, Joel, Maddie, and all. Hey everybody. How are you? 
Elaine, hey Jeff and Joelle, my in-laws used to greet my dog overexcitedly. Now they have changed, but my dog still associates them with excitement yep. and goes crazy. Yes. What can I do to correct? Uh, association. Mm -hmm. What do you know? We talk about association Magical all. Word. We talk about association all the time. So what you can do is um, a good. What you really can do, actually, it's a good time to sign up for your mug club. Is that's actually what you could do? If you go onto our website, uh, SallyCanineTraining.com, go to shop. Um, you'll be able to get a mug club there, and uh, it comes with a white coffee cup and a couple of stickers. You can do that. Um, so that's a good time. Also, we just did um, Cool Dog Tricks. Go to CoolDogTricks.com, CoolDogTricks.com. Type in GIRL, all caps, G-I-R-L. You'll get a 25% off discount, and also pick the penny option. So, you know, I've never really pushed product on this show, but damn, now's a good time to freaking start pushing, pushing, pushing stuff, you know. We still have a free live show, still giving out tons of free content, but um, uh, now it's definitely, you know, survival mode. So um, what I would do is when the in-laws come in and the, you're, what you're doing is you're, you're correcting the dog and the dog won't associate the in-laws with, right now the dog associates in-laws with excitement. The dog's not going to associate in-laws with punishment. The dog is, because you're going to say no, you're going to mark it and then correct. So what you're doing is you're correcting the arousal and the overexcitement. You're correcting the behavior the dog is exhibiting, and the dog's not going to say, "Ooh, every time the in-laws come over, I'm going to be corrected." It 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 it, it won't it won't work that way. It's going to be better than that. It's going to be no and then correct next. Jack, hey guys, love you too. Love you. Cammy, new vet, and now my dog is messing herself with this new place. Any ideas? Had to rehab her for aggression. She still needs confidence building though. So messing herself, like going to the bathroom mm -hmm. at the vet. Yeah. 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 Um, I think, well, confidence building is, I mean, a lot of dogs don't like the vet. Just like, let's put that out there. So I've got dogs that do really well. They're pretty stable, but they hate the vet. They're like, I've never seen them more nervous than anywhere else, but the vet. Um, so, and then some dogs can care less about the vet. The vet's best, the best option historically is to, um, you leave the room, just give the, dog to the to the tech and you leave and let them handle the dog that usually that usually makes things better sometimes not for everybody um, i'm in the room with my dogs i control my dogs i control their, their head um that works out good for me and i've got a great vet works out great for um, uh, um my vet but for as far as confidence building is concerned you know a lot of the you know con you know just just obedience and holding your dog accountable builds confidence it really really does i mean i think it's important that people understand that the concept of um obedience and accountability and structure and rules and guidelines actually builds confidence then your dog's not lost dog's not lost next top chat 24.99 from oh, michelle. michelle p oh yeah i already have a mug and cool dog training tricks but i just want to show some support thank you michelle p thank you thank you thank you so much we really appreciate it. You've always been a big supporter of ours. Thank you. Uh, Michelle P. also said raw feeding is mega difficult for us right now. Yeah, so with raw feed, actually, I had a fleeting moment of uh, we stocked up while we were on the road. So this goes back last weekend. Mm. We sent Ben out to pick three bags, three up, three bags. Three, I, was thinking, I, I almost said, like, sounded like three blind mice for a second there. Three blind mice, three bags of rice, <laughs> three bags, three bags of dog food. I actually had Ben pick up three large bags of extra bags of dog food that we use here for the kennel, um, 
And I actually said, you know, it's like, I might put my dogs back on, on kibble, you know, I might put them back on kibble. Um, um, tomorrow, um, at some point I'm going to be doing food prep or Monday I'll do food prep. I'm not sure which day for my dogs. Um, we're able to get, we picked up duck frames today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, those will last you for a little bit, right? Month, month and a half. Yeah. Oh, and I'll hold the case back for you of the, of the stuff I got in case you need more. Um, so, um, but yeah, I mean, we buy from, um, we buy from food distributors for all my folks out there that are buying, uh, that feed raw, go to your food wholesalers. Like that's where the restaurants go. So we have a, our local food wholesaler has a cash and carry department. So, you know, I can pick up 40 pounds of beef, pick up 80 pounds of pork. Mm-hmm. We got pork tails, you know, you just, you just get everything in bulk. Just get everything in bulk. Next. Greg, hello. Did the 180 move as you suggested the other day and it worked great. Started with driveway drills, needed three 180s, and we walked beautifully. Needed one more 180 halfway through the walk. Awesome. Do that and then also also look at oh, this. Oh, hold on. Will oh, I have to keep doing 180s forever? No. God, no. No, no. And do the do the spatial pressure um, video. The video. Watch the spatial pressure video. Watch that. Watch that. That's also really, really good. Next. Life effects. Hello. I've recently got e-collars for my two dogs. My lab mix is doing great and is on a level five. However, my pit boxer mix is a little more distracted and on level eight. Any right. tips on what to do? Yeah. The, you, 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 you realize that the level doesn't mean shit. That's what you do. We've got dogs on four. I've, I've worked a dog on two. And then I've got dogs that don't care about anything until 52. It's a number. All it is is a number. And the more distracted the dog is, well, first of all, it could be fit too. But in five and eight, you probably got good fit. If we're talking, it also depends on what brand we're talking about. If we're talking about like an e-cower technology or a dog tra that, that go up to 100, those are, those are extremely low levels. But you can go outside and you can see a squirrel and, and your dog won't feel it till 20, 30, 40. They'll just like keep looking at the squirrel. And if you do that inside when the dog was calm, the dog would the dog would yell. So um, I would, you know, I would not be concerned about the numbers at all, at all. Next. Sarah Bug Art, can I, six months old, is in a fear stage, suddenly freaks over any prong pressure. Pushed him through a walk after he was rolling and biting. By the end of the walk, he was upset but obeying. Well, how do you know he was upset? He might have just been calm. Right? Just might have you just might have created calm obedience. Where a lot of folks will be like, Oh, he's shut down. He's like, No, he's not. He's just calm now. He just like didn't get his way. But he's not like you know, that's a human emotion, upset. I'm not going to say a dog can't, can or cannot be upset. We're not going to have that debate. But what I'm going to say is, it's like, your dog was just like, oh, well, I guess that bullshit trick didn't work because my owner didn't buy it. So I guess I might as well go for a walk. So that happens a lot. We see that. We see that a lot. Blessing. When rewarding for passing a dog with softer body language, do you reward while passing or after they have passed? Um, I would go afterwards, and you can just say good. You can mark it. You can mark it. I mean, if you want to click it, click. The, moving rewards are hard, but you can mark it, you know, with just a good or a click. Stop and 
food reward if you want to. Um, it's up to you. It's up to you. It's up to you, like what, how your reward is. But just a you know good physical touch that might be a good way to do it as well. Life Effects said thanks for all the great videos. You all, you're welcome. Kelly says hi, guys. Hello. Kathy, hi. I just realized that I've been correcting dogs in a similar way to you for years. A couch throw, decorative pillow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people like I like I've said about the bonking, you know, the bonk, the bonking video that was seen ten million times. It put me on the front page of Scottish Scotland's largest newspaper. There was the interviewed by the BBC that pretty much created oh I don't know, ten thousand pieces of hate that, that still even in these times seems to still dribble in. Um, I've always said people have been throwing shit at their dogs for years. I don't see what the big deal is, and I'm doing it in a very highly effective, structured way to stop an unwanted behavior that's usually dangerous next um blessing when you reward your dog when passing another dog can you reward when they don't whine hyper focus or acknowledge the other dog sure. on leash but still has hackles um i mean yeah i mean you can reward for you can reward for trying you can reward for progress absolutely next beverly joelle outstanding video with Rocket, Rocket. watch three yeah. times. Yeah. Well done. Yep. Anybody wants okay. to know on how we train on remote collar, watch the Rocket video. So. It's pinned to the top of our Facebook page. Yep. It's called CS, Continuous Stim, NCS, Non-Compliant Stim. And it's the very beginning stages. It's all done at a working level. The description is incredible. So read the full narrative, watch the video, read the text that's on the video. All important. All the information is there. All the information is there. Next. Sarah Bug Art. Some barking dogs brought him fully out of the freaking out. So it was deaf him being dramatic about the prong. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We've had dogs do crocodile rolls. And not just prong cowers either. People are like, oh, that's because it hurts the dog. Okay. What's your cower of choice? Oh, I like to use a martingale. Great. I've seen dogs do crocodile rolls with martingales. What's your cower of choice? Oh, I like to use the basic slip lead. I've seen dogs do crocodile rolls with a slip lead, which is dangerous because you can choke yourself out. So all it is is temper tantrum, okay? Kid wants to have a candy bar, temper tantrum. Kid wants to have a bag of chips, temper tantrum. Kid wants to have cookies, temper tantrum. It's all the same thing. Temper tantrum is a temper tantrum. Next. Greg, dog used to sleep in the bedroom, but snoring bothered my wife. Moved him to the next room. Now he won't kennel up without force and whimpers for a while. I never, never used to. Been going for weeks now. Help. Okay, so what you can do is do do kennel drills. So the first time the dog wants to, um, we have dog we have dogs that absolutely will not go in crates. Well, and but they do. They have no choice. Just got one in today. Yeah, they have no choice. So you have to use sometimes force, and nobody likes to talk about that. It's like oh, throw its favorite food in there. It doesn't work. Throw the even yummier food in there. It doesn't work. So now, so when you only rely on one thing, and we use food to train, like we clicker, I mean, just watch Joel's video, watch um, uh, uh, Brittany's video, um, watch any of our videos where we use food. We use a ton of food. And dogs. But, but, happened just right there with the I don't camera. know, that was weird, huh? Yeah. But um, what, what happens though is, what happens though is that, that food doesn't work. So what do you have to do? Compulsion force. Next. Five dollar top tap from Carrie Monster. Introduced e collar. Totally freaked out on a one vibration cowering. 
trying to drag himself under the couch to hide. Trembling, total meltdown, tips. Yeah, number one, because vibration is not scalable. In other words, most collars, unless it's a vibration-only collar that has adjustable numbers, but if it's an e-collar technology collar, one in a hundred, the vibration's the same. It's, it's the same level. So it's not level one. And Vib- it startles the hell out it, of dogs. It, yeah, most dogs, we don't use vibration. I'm not against using vibration. We just don't use it. Why? Because most of the time we use it, we see we see situations like yours. So watch our video on how to introduce the remote collar. And watch our video on N- on CS, continuous stim, and NCS, non-compliant stim. Next. Mm. I don't know where the first part of this one is. Cammy said no explosion episodes, aggression, so progress. Well, that's good. Maybe that's maybe that's the whole question. Oh, when we were at the vet yesterday. Oh, good, good, excellent. Yeah, any progress is great. Any progress is great. David, hi J and J. Hope y'all are well. How do you define levels of aggression? Obviously, there's fear, anxiety, dominant, reactive aggression, etc. But what are the factors that would make you define a dog as an extreme case or even untrainable, not fixable? So we don't, I mean, so all that that first stuff is just like, I don't define that. So let's talk about the second part of your situation as far as unfixable. You know, there's, there's ethics involved as well. Like if you know you have a known dog fighter and you like to go, I'm not talking about like, professional dog fighting ring i'm just like a dog that's gotten into a lot of fights before um would you trust that dog ever even after training at a dog park and i'm not a big fan of dog parks but say you were it's like is it the ethical thing to do probably not you know um so i i think what folks you know what you can do is are there dogs that we there are dogs that we go we would never trust these dogs around kids this dog's to be muzzled up around children at all times. Um, um, there are we've had some dogs who the relationship with their owner was not in the best place that they bit their owners all the time, and that might be a dog that we might be like, listen, you know, even after doing all of our, even after rehab, even after doing what we suggest, they still cannot get anything close to what we did. Which is, which is not unusual for a lot of trainers. That's why we tell people, you're not training for you as the trainer, you're training for the client. So that's another reason why we don't use a lot of relationship, standard type definition of relationship, we use the tools because we want them to transfer. We want them to transfer over to the owner. Um, so as far as the definition, you don't, you know, it's a case by case basis. But a lot of aggression, a lot of un- uncontrolled biting, it's for lots of reasons. A lot of it is just because nobody ever told the dog not to. That's probably the biggest one. Next. Kim went out for walks. My shepherd gets scared, wants to freak out when cars come from behind. Yep. When coming straight on, she's fine. How to correct on prong and e-collar. Um, always turn your dog. When you hear a car coming, just turn your dog and walk towards the car. Eliminates the problem, right? So... Because now you're going towards the car. Um, what I would do is I would start out a little bit farther from the road. And believe it or not, the remote collar um, is going to be your is going to be your friend. You're going to use the remote collar to correct prong collar for um, uh, um, uh, directional control. 
Sorry, I'm, I'm just, you know. You're not paying attention to what you're even saying. I, no, I'm not. Be present. I'm trying to be present. Um, what I would do is I'd put the dog into a downstay, knowing that there's a lot of cars coming up past it, and watch the watch the video with, it was Brittany with the scooter, wasn't it? Was that Brittany's the train? With Brittany with the scooter, and that's all clicker and food stuff. And uh, the first thing she did was correct the dog. Next. Kathy, my co-workers, three of my dogs, one foster, have been enjoying all my home time. We go to a field and do off-leash so they can play and run. They're loving it. Awesome. Awesome. Proud of you. Cammy, I already read that. Doodle doggy breed. I'm hating this quarantine. I want to be on a lake somewhere. Love you guys and the show. Yep. I'm sure a lot of us do. Um, Kayla, happy yep. to see y'all. When I tell dog down... She will run to me and down at my feet. How do I teach her to down where she is? So what you want to do as far as doing distance downs is start with your dog knowing down. Stand in front of your dog and down with the leash pressure. Start walking back one, two, three, four feet down. Put your dog on a tie back so it's tied back so it can't run towards you and teach it down. Next. But start out with a small distance and increase it. She will... Hi, J&J. Always sending love and positivity your way. Hope all is going well. Wash your hands. Yeah, I've got... As I put lotion on mine because they're so effing dry. Yeah, I mean... I wash them constantly. Yeah, we're, we're doing a lot of hand washing, a lot of hand sanitizing. Like, literally, like, raw. Yeah, and we're, we're sort of all the same. We're a, we're a small staff. We're a small staff, and we don't really deal with the public here, so... Um, Greg... Five-month-old kind of corso gets excited with young children running around in the house and starts nipping. How to stop? Um, you want to nip that in the bud right away. What I would do is that's five months old. It's going to be a large dog. I would, um, if the dog's aroused, I. it's going to be a multi-step thing. Number one, you want to correct that. So how do you correct it effectively? So I don't know your skill set, you know, in the, in, in the realm of punishment. So I would say no when I'd bonk that dog. Bonker is a towel. If you want to look at what bonking is, it's a cotton towel. Um, and then now the dog knows what no is, knows what's wrong. And then now you teach the dog what you want. It's really important that folks know our, at least our recipe. We stop what we don't like and then we teach what we want. And the stopping what we don't like is, you know, one to three seconds teaching what we want is, you know, thousands and thousands of repetitions just to scale it just to scale it next holding on dog training hi guys have an influx of very scared fearful dogs who barely come out of the kennel or walk to potty once we get past these issues should we go straight to place start with existing then move to obedience that sounds like a good plan yeah if you have a dog that doesn't want to come out of the crate and it's not safe for you to reach in there and you know loop the dog just just tip the crate as you know so, I mean, a lot of people will be like, oh, well, it was, you know, I spent two hours trying to build trust to get the dog to come out. It's like, really? I spent two seconds dumping that crate, and guess what? It came out of the crate the second time. So, you know, there's different different philosophies on how to do things. Um, and then do kennel up drills. So go keep a leash on the dog, kennel up, close the door, be holding onto the leash, open the door, have the dog come out, you know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Next. Amanda, hey Jeff and Joelle, starting to enter the CS phase of recall. Last night after priming for recall, we did 30 to 40 reps or stim in leash pressure, then stim alone. He kept defaulting to down and wouldn't understand the concept that CS means more than just place and down. Any tips? Well, you're doing recall. So if you, if you prime the dog, if you prime the dog on recall, so you did it, um, why don't you answer this question? 
So it sounds like you weren't using the word first. Right. So when you're priming, you want to do use your actual command, whether it's come or here, so the dog knows, like, oh, we're working on recall right now. Then you go to CS where you take the word away, but you're still giving leash guidance. So if he feels sim and lays down, you got to help him with the leash. Um, but if he feels stim, like say you've done a few reps and you, he feels stim and lays down, he's not ready for just stim alone. You need to do more reps with leash guidance until he understands like stim means come to you, not lay down. So he might just be having a harder time catching on. Um, some dogs do. So just keep keep helping him with the leash. Don't don't be afraid to keep the leash on and give him guidance until he figures it out. Right. So if he lies down, pop just him out of it down. do more reps, yeah. yeah. Pop him out of it down. Next. Um... Andy, hey guys, just a random question for Jeff. Out of all the dogs you've owned, which dog has been your most balanced? Most balanced? Probably was Uma. Um, Uma, who is not alive anymore. Big Mama was pretty neutral, though, but she was sort of aloof. Big Mama was a... a like a... Just an old pity that i got adopted her pregnant that's why we called her big mama oh my God. yeah they were gonna kill her and all the pups Jeez. yeah she was tied to a tree she's dead now yeah but it's been a long if i go back i, I got lots of boxes up on my dead dog shelf yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. so yeah so um i would say probably uma i, say, I feel like you talk about uma a lot as being super balanced yeah she was a good dog good puppy raiser really good pup really good puppy raiser uh doodle doggy i'm pretty sure one of the maslow hierarchy of needs is social interaction yeah it is it is yeah dar great to see you both live i'm usually working you guys keep doing your great work thanks for your recent training videos yeah thank you yeah yeah we're, we're trying to get out you know i did a simple puppy push-up video today um we did we did that just not that long ago about what an hour and a half ago um sort of at the end of the day um we'll do that um want to do some social media tips tomorrow maybe i'll videotape you doing a live some social media tips sure we'll do that okay yeah we'll do um tomorrow's being sunday We'll, you know, we're probably going to be cutting down to a casual training day on Sundays here because um, of staffing issues. Uh, not issues, staffing. Um, and uh, all the dogs will be out on place working on duration. And and we'll come up with some creative ideas, I think. Mm -hmm. Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. Make some much-needed much much needed videos. Yeah. Yeah. We should probably do the chair video, but like an official video. Because we did a live on that. Continue with our how-tos. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Let's do that. Let's at least try to make a goal of doing one tomorrow. Okay. Yep. And then you can talk. It'd be great for you to do a to do a social media one. You can do it either as a live or a tip or something like that. Yeah. David Smith. Hey, guys. Still hanging in there. Going shooting in the morning to relax. LOL. Awesome. Yeah. Dave's got a good shot. Yeah. We're going sh to go shooting it at, at, at night. I think i got to call the place up make sure they're – if they're if – they're, if they're, Close in early, we'll go. We'll just go whenever they're closing. Yeah. Yeah. Natasha, hi, guys. Really hope you're doing well and your families. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, the kids are kids are in. Kids are uh, doing okay. They're doing okay. 
I miss having Angelo here. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's seven. He doesn't quite get it. No. And then one of my daughters is home in quarantine. And uh, not, not mandatory quarantine, but there she's staying at home. And uh, her birthday is next week. She's not enjoying this at all. Yeah, I bet. She's having a really hard time. I don't think anyone's enjoying this. Yeah. Some kids are doing okay, you know? It's like, oh, I get to hang out and watch movies all day. Not bad. Play video games all day. Not bad. You know? So. David Smith said Cool Dog Tricks is very cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Maddie posted the link to it. Thank you. And don't forget to put in GIRL, G-I-R-L, as your coupon code. Get that 25% off and make sure you hit your penny option because you get six more tricks. Next. Hey, Bataglia. Good evening, J&J. We just purchased Cool Dog Tricks. We oh, can't wait to start. Awesome. Thank you. But she is marker trained, not clicker. Does that matter or should I work on adding the clicker? Thank just, you so much. Just, I mean, just add the clicker. Yeah, Dog, you, can, you can charge a clicker pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, Bonnie. Hi, Jeff. We just picked up a foster. He's our first foster that's a little nervous. Mm-hmm. He's shadowing my daughter and avoiding my husband and resident dog. What type of structure do you recommend? So keep the dog on a leash and literally control its movements. Keep the dog on a leash. And so shadowing your daughter, your daughter might think, oh, the dog likes me. It's like, well, that could turn into the dog protecting your daughter, meaning you can't walk up to your daughter and your dog will turn around and bite you. So start, I'd keep a leash on that dog. I wouldn't let that dog you know shadow anybody and um i would start start with massive structure massive structure so what does that mean all your threshold stuff in and out of a crate to your place nothing in life is free just structure and accountability next um e hey guys i've been having some problems with popping the leash and my dog's snapping at the leash. It only happens when he's being reactive to another dog or person walking. Any right. advice? So it's it's normal. The dog is it's called redirection. So the dog is dog is tra- is lunging that way, and you're telling your dog cut the shit, and your dog takes that energy, turns it towards you, and goes at you. So for redirecting, we correct dogs pretty firmly. Why? Because it's a choice, and you're trying to put your mouth on me, and that hurts. So. Or even bite the leash. It's like, no, you don't do that. It's not acceptable. Number one, you don't lunge at other dogs. But number two, you sure as hell don't turn that energy around and lunge at me. That's not acceptable at all. So what I would do is, as soon as you start seeing that dog load, your dog's loading, it's like, it knows there's another dog. It's like ears go up, you know, mouth either goes open or mouth goes closed. There could be an increase of breathing a decrease of breathing the chest can go out change of body posture you know you slight dogs like oh my dogs are about to explode that's when you correct next best behaved pups uh hi jeff and joel been catching up on all your stuff my dog training business has dwindled significantly trying to stay positive love the two of you you motivate me every day thank you good thank you yeah just don't forget for all my business owners out there the sba sba is giving out um not giving out Nobody's giving out anything. Um, we're giving out free advice. Um, uh, the SBA, you can apply for a capital, uh, uh, working capital loan through the SBA that can be used for everything, your rent, your utilities, all your payments, uh, use it for loss of income, use it to stay alive, You know, keep your business alive. Again, um, business owners, we, we're, not, we're not protected on this and it's not because we didn't plan other than having, you know, massive amounts of savings, which a lot of small businesses, you know, do not have, do not have. Um, so, and um, 
as a business owner, nobody that I pay bills to, which is a lot of people, um, are giving me a free pass. Like my insurance company isn't saying, oh, you can stop paying your insurance. It's like, well, you can, but then you don't have basic insurance. You know, you don't have to pay the utility bills. Well, then we don't have lights or heat and pretty soon air conditioning. So there's no, there's no, there's no free passes out there. Um, so, you know, getting a, getting a capital um, a loan for working capital will definitely come in handy. There are 30, it's a 30 year fixed rate, I think below four, 4%, um, you know, so it's out, it's out there. It's definitely out there next. Taylor, dog is nervous and afraid of people in public, loves new people after 10 minutes of getting to know them. Any thoughts where to start confidence building? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you don't have 10 minutes historically. You're walking by people. So get your dog to the point of existence. So existence means, you know, we don't. I don't need my dogs to like people. I just need my dogs not to be not afraid of them or not react to them. I need my dogs to be neutral around them. So the more, the more controlling your walk is, you know, it is obedience work. So the more your dog is obedient, saying heal, and you just get your dog around lots of people and get your dog to just not give a shit about people. Um, don't try to get your dog to don't don't try to get your dog to interact with people. Try to get your dog to actually just exist around people. And when you do that then you're going to um, dramatically help. Next. Um, Sarah Bugar, Kenai has gotten much better after adding accountability. He still acts like a turd growing up phases, but he is so much more confident and sound overall. Yeah, I mean, acting like a turd is a, is a definite um, scientific term that usually happens at nine to 12 months of age. It's the acting like a turd stage. And... Um, it's on page 43 of that big, huge, thick science book on dog training. Next. CT Vader, what's up, J&J? Just wanted to say hello. Hope everyone is safe and healthy. Healthy, yes. Safe, yes. And um, we're doing okay. Next. Cheryl, Jeff, have you ever talked to some hunters and see if you can work with a deal with someone who hunts for whatever might be in season? Um, no, but Joelle knows some people. Jo yeah, over the winter, I would yeah. usually get a lot of deer. Yeah. I mean, a buddy of mine is buying a cow. You know, a buddy of mine is buying a cow. And, and, and um, you know, the thing is that right now, we're, so we've got freezers full of stuff. So, but a friend of mine is buying a cow. He's splitting with his buddy. And um, if you're not a meat eater, that you're not going to like this. But he's, you know, they're going to butcher the cow and, 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 um, uh, have somebody else prep it and there's that and I mean that's a fact of life as far as eating meat if you're a meat eater then that's where by the way beef comes from is does come from cows um, and what pork does come from pigs okay so um, so next Sarah bug I already read that no mm -hmm. I didn't Sarah bug are I have heard chicken feet in some places are on sale due to it being one of the only meats left in stores <laughs> Yeah, really? ch chicken feet is, I mean, there's a lot you can do with chicken feet. You can roast chicken feet. There's, like, no meat on them, though. I know, but it's more like a snack at that point. It turns into a snack. How do you eat it? You put sea salt on it. You put sea salt, you put olive oil and sea salt on it, stick it in the oven. And then you just pick the little tiny No, you just, just crunch it. Just eat it like a little snack. Oh, you eat the bone, too? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, just like a snack. Toenails and all. Yep. You can, deep, you can deep fry them, too. Dogs like them. Yep. 
Blessing, I feed Dakota fully raw now, but is it okay to train with kibble? What are your thoughts on freeze-dried raw food for emergency situations? Yeah, freeze-dried. A lot of We've got a dog here that's on freeze-dried raw right now. So, um, so, I mean, yeah, you can, I mean, we train dogs with, you know, with kibble. Like, it's, it's sort of hard to train in a training center a dog with raw, you know, like actual raw food. So, next. Um, doodle doggy, can I tell people the e-collar number is relative? It's not relative. You can if you want to, but it's not relative. Am I, am I, am I misinterpreting that? No, it thing? is relative. It depends on the situation. Oh, 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 re- okay. So it's, okay, so it's relative and, and irrelative. In other words, it's the number, who, who truly controls the remote collar? The goal, at least in, in our training program, is the dog, we want the dog to know that it controls the collar. It can shut it off and it can turn it on. And when it gets to the point of it shutting off, it's because it's done what it's been trained to do. Um, and then you go into, you know, um, uh, the dog wants to avoid the stim. So the dog, oh, so the dog's listening to because it doesn't want to get shocked. It's like, well, and I pay my taxes on April 15th, which has been extended to June 15th. But guys, you still have to file by April 15th, just to let you know. You still have to file on the 15th. Shoot, I still have not done my taxes. I should probably do that. You still have to file on the 15th. That would be a good idea. Just file on the 15th, but you don't have to pay till I think there's a 90-day mm. um, uh, 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 extension on that. But you still got to file. Next. $20 top chat from Canada. Oh, Sandra nice. King, just want to send you some support for all you do. Thank you so much, Sandra. Truly, truly, truly appreciate it. And um, love up north. Next. Beverly, Joelle, I meant Rocket, not Shadow. Can't keep my dog straight. That's okay. I knew. I knew what you meant. Yep. We had a dog named Shadow here. Grace, looking into getting a treadmill for the summer months. Do you think treadmill skills would transfer to an escalator? Service dog has never been on one before. Um, Would it translate? I mean, it wouldn't hurt, but just walk up to an escalator and say, let's go and go. That's how I've trained every dog on an escalator, you know, to do. So I just walk them up and... We go, and they stay next to you. So, you know, you'd be surprised what that with a little bit of leash pressure will do. Next, Grace, looking into Jesus, I just read that. Katie, wanted to tell everyone that because of your free YouTube content, I have a well-behaved one-year-old family pet border collie. I'd say the biggest help for us was a strict routine as a pup. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Now it's time to. Well, thank you so much, and congr- congratulations. And get yourself a border collie. There's a lot of stuff you can do. A lot of high drivey stuff you can do. You can do frisbee, do intense trick training, have a lot of fun, and make sure you always got that off switch. That's what people people don't realize with these high drivey dogs that you can put an off switch into them pretty darn quick. Next, Lewis. Hey Jeff, bonking prong tips help so much. Thank you. Should I e collar correct if my five month puppy jumps at another dog when meeting? She is excited and tail wagging when doing so. Yeah, she's just not a good greeter. I mean, this is the thing. That's normal dog behavior, but that'll get her butt kicked one day from a dog that doesn't like their, to be jumped on their face. I mean, if the dog is interacting and, and social and it's interacting with another dog with the same play style, the other dog will love it. But if it's like, if the other dog, say, on a walk, on a leash, and your dog does that, that could be a dog fight. Or if it meets a dog that doesn't like that play style, it could be a dog fight. So it's probably not a good idea to have your dog greet that way. Next. 
Hey, Bethaglia, how do I know when to add the word back in when training recall on CS? After the initial priming, we are using very little to no leash guidance. We've done the reps, but tend to second guess. So, historically, but there's always an outlier, like Amanda's dog. Really, really? Historically, (laughs) dogs figure out escape conditioning really quick. Like, you hit that button and they come running to you without any help. She's got it. Just do it in a few different rooms so, like, she can associate it with the picture change, like, in the video I showed with Rocket. Do it, like, in your living room, then your kitchen, then, like, I don't know, your backyard. And if every single time you hit that continuous button, that dog comes running to you with no word, like, she understands escape conditioning. Sometimes it's, like, one or two sessions. Um, But then you have dogs like Amanda's who need a little bit of extra help, so. But if you feel she's getting it, it's, like, don't keep her in escape that much longer it's like just move on to the next thing yeah she's ready yeah then you would add the word back in and then if the dog did not listen that's that non-compliance stim then you again this is all done at working level still there's still a leash on the dog Mm -hmm. then you activate your remote and the dog goes oh yeah the whole point is to get the it's a belief system that the dog thinks they're outsmarting you it's like, oh, I listened to recall. I beat the stim. Like, that's the whole point. Yeah. Is to get them to go so quick that they're like, ha, I beat it. Like, yeah. I was fast enough that time. Yeah. So that's what NCS is. Yeah. Um, Ant Girl, how to make my dog stop chasing adult cats. He's just curious about kittens. Um, how do you. Is the dog chasing cats now? Adult cats only, not kittens. Oh kittens grow up to be cats so so what i would do is all depends if your dog's trying to kill them if your dog's trying to kill them we correct high on that if your dog's just trying to chase them sometimes it could be mutual too sometimes cats like it believe it or not um what i would do is i would teach that dog. i would most likely i not most likely we correct the dog for chasing cats in a pretty significant level um and then we teach the dog how to exist around cats next Aunt Girl said, also, hi, you guys. Hope you're all right. Stay safe. Thank you. Angel, when I bring my dog to the woods, she starts to get super overexcited. Starts yeah. pulling on the leash, not holding commands. Yep. Uh, what's the best way to correct? She ignores everything. So that's typical because the dogs have a show. The woods are great. I would, I would actually train your dog to be off leash and put your dog on a long line and then train it to be off leash. But that's not going to train it to be obedient. So... The woods are just a super distraction like any other distraction. So that's why we talk about distractions so much. No matter how well your dog is healing, I'm looking like down to my left here, healing next to you, at any distraction in. The woods happen to be just like a really great one. I mean, woods are woods are fantastic. It's a great, great place to, to um, you know, to, to let your dog truly be a dog. Um, you put up that great video of mm. jumping over logs you know dogs dogs love that um uh, God, that was this morning mm-hmm. i know it's been a really long yeah, day i'm exhausted yeah. so um so uh what i would do is i would probably correct look at my 180 move watch my 180 video next sarah bug art is that a life of fred math book in the background it is where? What the heck? That red one right there. Life of Fred. Apples. Oh, yep, it is. Yeah, we got is that one of Angela's? Yeah, we, got, we got butterflies, apples. Sarah Bogart knows her books. Cats and dogs. 
can't even read that. My God, my eyes are so bad. How can you read that? That's impressive. My eyes are pretty good, but it's she just recognized probably the pointy nose in the book. Maybe she's also a teacher. Maybe. Or a, a... What is your secret, Sarah? Kathy, walking three dogs with my sister and sister's one dog. Two of mine on prong, one on flat buckle. Pointed out to my sister that only the flat buckle collar dog was choking. Yeah. Flat buckle collars are for dog tags, and that's about it. That's not to say there's not dogs that are work on flat buckle collars that walk perfect. There are. There's tons of them out there. But... If your dog is choking, it's a problem. You might want to start thinking about a different training collar or dog training in general next. I can't stop yawning. I'm so sorry. Ugh, Carrie Monster. That makes so much sense. Okay, I just assumed it was vibration and not the zap. It's stem. It's not a zap. Yeah. So it's it's it's. A pulsing sense. I mean, this this concept that of shocking dogs, like, well, first of all, let's clear a couple of things up. Can a remote collar, shock collar, remote collar, electronic collar hurt? Yes, it can. Absolutely. Anybody that says it can't is they're lying to you. It absolutely can be very, very uncomfortable. Um, but it's not like you're sticking your finger in an outlet. I've stuck my finger, I've, I've shocked my finger on an outlet before. It's actually not even like static, like touching a doorknob. It's, have you guys ever been to like a PT or a chiropractor? It's, it's a TENS it's unit. It's a TENS unit. It relaxes your muscle. Which is a trans-epidural neurological stimulator. And yes. when we used to import them. I'm about to use one on my freaking back. It's like killing me today. For yeah. some, I got to use my Theragun. It's yeah. real bad. Yeah. So. Give me an e-collar. Next. Uh, Dakota and Blessing. Lately, Dakota has been trying to play with other dogs. What is wrong with his, I don't know. There's no other part to it. Um, Unless she meant what is wrong with this. I don't know. Most, I mean, if you, if you don't want your dog to play with other dogs. I thought he was reactive. So, I mean, that's pretty good that's that he's good. trying to play. Yeah, it's good. It's a good sign. Next. Juiced. How many times should you bonk the dog? Sometimes I bonk once and it doesn't work and the dog continues the behavior. Um, you're probably not bonking hard enough. Sometimes it takes usually one or two timing. times. It's usually timing. Yeah, usually people have the wrong timing. Just make sure you do when the dog is loading and you say no and then you bonk. Um, and you bonk firmly. And um, make sure you say no first. And you do it when the dog is loading, not when the dog is escalating. When the dog's already escalating and in full like lunging mode, it's hard to correct the dog at that point. You Next. missed it. Um, Janine. I've been using e-collar on vibration for my dog to stop digging holes. It worked. Thanks yep. for your advice. There you go. So here's a dog that it worked with. Excellent. Chris, I've become so aware of how often I use the words good and okay around my dogs just in conversation, not during training. Your videos are conditioning me as well as my dogs. Yeah, a lot of our, a lot of our videos are um, – <laughs> so maybe people – some people have figured this out that I'm more of – well, we not just myself, but the whole staff, but me especially is I'm I'm looking to help people's lives get better. I think my staff does as well through the training of their dogs, but my big picture is helping of the helping of humans, and I just happens to be through their dogs. That's my Trojan horse. Next, Chris, 
question what video do you recommend for training dogs not to run in the house um just well probably not a particular video but just put your dog on a leash and correct it you can do that you can stop the running around use a remote collar no correct for the running around you can be then proactive teach your dog place um that's you know a combination of that stop what you don't like and then teach what you do like next E, I tried to take my dog to a trainer when I first got him. He, the dog, was aggressive to some of his other classmates. Trainer said to get big and yell no at the dog. And when the dog turned attention to me, give it a treat to train it to pay attention to me instead. I realize now that was more hurtful than helpful. Have I made him more aggressive by following that direction? No, Is that I, correctable? I, I doubt it. I mean, it's not the, I mean, it's not the worst thing. It's not the worst thing in the wall. But this concept of like getting big and raising your voice and saying no, I mean, you don't need to do that. You can actually speak quietly to your dog or don't speak at all. Let the remote collar speak at all. But did your dog become more aggressive because of that? No. It probably was already on the pathway to go there. Um, the reason why you dog got more aggressive is because it what it didn't get stopped from being aggressive but that doesn't mean you made the dog more aggressive just the lack of the dog the lack of the dog being corrected properly did but that doesn't it's not your fault at all it's just not it's not next hoku canine training hi jeff i've been watching your videos on place with cs and ncs at what stage do you have them start downing on placemat and you have them down every rep? Thank you. We pattern the down, I mean, from the start. So when we're teaching the command initially with just leash, it's place, dog gets on, we give it leash guidance into the down and we don't reward until they're in the down. So then they know place means go and lay down. Right. Once you get to CS, same concept, stim goes on dog goes to the bed you keep the stem on until they're in a down then the pressure goes away mm, mm, so we mm. literally layer that down from the get-go except i guess not like the fir the first few days of place will accept will take like a sit or even a stand because the dog doesn't know down yet once your dog knows down off place you can start layering it into the place command because we don't usually teach down until like day four of the board and train right so Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, that's why I always pass that on to you, Dex. Because you always um, got a really long, good explanation. E, I already read that. Yesenia, hi, J&J. &J. I work at a shelter and was given the okay to work with dogs with tools, but I'm unsure of how to start. Should I start with one dog and teach basic obedience all the way through or teach basic command at a time to each of the dogs? My goal is to teach these dogs calmness as well as truly shine for potential adopters. Any tips or suggestions? Yeah, I mean, I would probably stick to as the as well as to help them truly shine for potential adopters. Okay. I would, I would, I would, um, I would probably stick to the basics. So pretty much, don't jump on people. Um, walking on a leash politely, in place, and how to and how to shut up. Make sure you've got the bark under control, and then I would do that. You can do multiple dogs at a time, like work a dog for 15 minutes, kennel it up, take another dog out, um, also do thresholds in and out of, in and out of its kennel. Um, um, and, then, and, then you, and then work another dog for 15 minutes, you know, 
put it out there. I mean, if you're going, if you're going, if you're going to the shelter, you want to maximize your time. Next, Ryan, do you guys have a brand of elevated dog beds you find the most durable? Um, the ones from Petcot are are pretty good. I think those are those seem to last the longest. Yeah, I mean, Climb lasts way longer. Climb are the plastic ones, but it's not really a dog bed. So. No. And then there are the ones that have got the metal frames, which we've not tried. Um, those look pretty damn good. Next. Sarah Bug, how do you teach a dog that kids and other animals, cats, chickens, etc., have bubbles? So far with cats, I mark no when he goes to touch the cat and prong pop. It's working, but how can I make it stronger? So. Spatial pressure is a good one for that. Oh, gosh. Excuse me. Hmm. I don't know if I'm going to make it to 830. Okay. So we'll get through, we'll just stop when you want to stop. So um, what you want to do, what you want to do is uh, create a bubble. So use spatial pressure. So get just literally just, you can use leash guidance, use your body. That's a video we get to make like food claiming or toy space claiming in general. So like, yeah, yeah, we showed how we use it for the walk, but like we also use it for anything, a toy on the ground, like a dog fixates on it. Claiming of space and making bubbles. We'll make a video on that. That's good. Okay. That's a good one. Well, there you go. Next. Um, Pat, what's the difference between a reactive dog being bratty and a reactive dog with a genuine fear? Just started the prong after two years of only positive reinforcement and worried we're doing it wrong. Let's not overthink it. Mm. Reactivity is reactivity. So let's stop the reactivity and then see where we are. Okay. So let's stop. So some people, it's a bit, it's a popular conversation that you're correcting a dog for being, say, fearful. The dog's, the dog's barking at other dogs because it's afraid of it. So you correct it. Okay. And that's supposedly wrong. Dog's barking at other dogs because um, it's nervous. Okay. That's supposedly wrong. So it's all wrong because the methodology is you don't correct the dog for anything. So I'm correcting the act of, of reactivity. I'm not correcting, you know, the dog for being afraid or nervous. Next. Angel, how to fix a dog running constantly when called? When I call my dog, he runs over excitedly instead of just normal. When I correct, he just stops and then runs over again. I have no idea what to do. Well, that's not the worst thing. The dog's running to her, right? Mm-hmm. I was running to her. Just what I would do is I would set up a little disc in front of you, or you can you can recall to a sit, recall to a sit. Not to a, it doesn't have to be to a formal front, but just recall to a sit. Next. Super Jesus, I have a dead shelf too. What does that mean? A dead shelf. I don't know. Okay, Ashley, love and miss Uma. Yeah, Uma was a good dog. Oh, a dead shelf like of dogs. Oh. Gotcha. Got it. Dead shelf. What's a dead shelf? You're right. It took me. I didn't know. Yeah, well, the Uma comment made yeah. me think of it. Dead shelf. All the boxes. Yeah, all the boxes. Ronan. Yeah. I know Angela was like, made a comment a while ago about the all the boxes. Yeah. God, why do they have to die? Ashley. Hi, Jeff. Juno, GSD, and other dog, Jasper, gets riled up the minute the prong leash is taken out. Yep. Jasper calms down when corrected. Juno gets to a state where she screams and crocodile rolls. 
Not sure when to use the bonker, if we should. Yeah, you could use a right E-collar stim doesn't work when she's this aroused. Nope. She's great on walks, thanks to all your years of teaching. Huge love from Canada. Yeah, love you too in Canada. So I would bonk right then. You mean your dogs aren't afraid of the tools and actually get excited about that? Yeah, they do. Hmm. So. Means you're going to do some cool shit. Yeah. So I would bonk, I would bonk then. Next. Wes screams when I take his out too. Postway says hi we're guys. We're going. We're going somewhere. Uh huh. To the woods. And then like I'll literally try to put it around his neck, and he's already like running. Like oh, we're going. We're I'm going. like I don't have it on him yet. Like <sighs> Eric. Um. Hi guys. When doing recall training, if my dog begins to recall, then blows me off. Do I call her again with stim or start the exercise over? I don't want to overdo the stim. Thanks. Um. What I would do is I tend to not say no on recall because that makes dogs stop in their tracks. So if I say here and they blow me off, I immediately go to remote and then I call them again. Unless they're running the other way. What? Unless they're running away from you, you would say no. No, it's still just stim. You'd still stim? I would say. Because we pattern it that stim means come back. Stim means come back to you. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but they but historically what happened? But I mean, yeah, if they're running after another dog, right. probably be like, no. <laughs> That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what happens is, but you're right though, is they're coming to you. They sniff. You say no, and they're like, oh my gosh, I might run back, yeah. run back to where I came from. So. Then that's why you would say just the command again and, and yeah. then stim. I like to keep the yeah. like anything in mo- in motion. I keep the dog in motion. So heel, I don't say no, and recall, I historically don't say no. Yeah. So you don't want to. You actually don't. You don't want to. Um, it's okay. Let me get my thoughts here. It's okay to say okay. It's okay to say the recall word again. It's okay to stim again. You're not going to overuse the stim because yeah. remember the dog is controlling the stim. The dog said. The stim has to go on because mm-hmm. you're remote collar training the dog. And this is all working level stuff still. So the dog controls it unless it's past working level and then it gets corrected for, for taking a sidetrack. That happens all the time. It happens all the time. Dogs are running towards you. All of a sudden they're like, oh, there's a good smell. I think I'll go check that out. And you're like, what are you, nuts? Now get your butt over here. Next. Hostway, we have a new golden doodle. He whines so much in the crate. I've been bonking the crate. Okay. It's probably not working. That's probably why you're asking. You can actually use a remote collar for that. You can actually pull the dog out and bonk. Do kennel drills. You know, a lot of people will say, you know, I mean, okay, we're going to assume the dog doesn't have to go to the bathroom. Okay. But a lot of people are going to say, you need to find the underlying issue. Don't just correct the dog. Okay. Let me explain something really clearly to to a lot of people out there. After working with close to 10,000 dogs and always having a kennel full of dogs. Dogs whine because they whine, because that's what dogs do. But whining is annoying. So we want to stop whining. So you correct it. That's it. Why is a dog whining? Because it's a whining dog. Simple as that. That's what that's what they do. And they pattern it. And usually their owners let them out of the crate. Or their owners give them attention. Or they or they talk to them. What's wrong? Do you need something? Dog's like going, yeah, bake me a fucking apple pie. You know, it's like, no, dog doesn't need any. <laughs> That's such a bad idea. Just made me think of those cookies we got delivered today. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, it's a good apple Quarantine pie. 15. That's right. So, so, I mean, it's the kind of thing, it's the kind of thing that, that 
Um, is that what you meant by that post? Yes. Now I get it. The like freshman, fi- freshman I know. Now I get it. 15. I now I get it. I didn't get it. I thought because it was like I was thinking about the day, day, the day, days. No. I get it. Brilliant. Like all these memes about people just eating. Right. Brilliant. I'm guilty. I'm like, I should eat again. I'm like, you literally just <laughs> ate. Yes. No. <laughs> that was brilliant, Joel. Brilliant. That was brilliant. Oh, holy shit. Um, really cool. I said, now I get it. That's really great. Adventure McLoy just purchased Cool Dog Tricks. So excited. Love you guys. Awesome. They're so much better since the first time I joined the stream. Our dog's in the house on place and calm. Just got to keep the GSD still. LOL. Yeah. Yeah. Now's a good time to train your dog, guys. Next. Sure is. Pulsar Dog Training. Currently working with an eight-month healer that's never been walked. Took him on a first walk. Anytime he would start loading up on neighbor's dog, I'd pop and he would scream and grab the leash. Very dramatic. Sounds like a healer to me. If healer keep reacting this way with leash pop for higher level correction, am I underwhelming or does he just not get it yet? He just doesn't get it. Do driveway drills first. So practice going up and down your driveway first. Do a bunch of turning turning into the dog to to the left. So if you heal your dog on the left, turn into the dog. Turn away from the dog on 180s. Get the dog to start understanding. Do a lot of stops, automatic sits. Teach the dog down. So stop, sit, down, heel, down. Turn into the dog with a heel. Turn around. Just watch our driveway drill video. Next. David Smith. So this was new. Heading to the store. So told Rocky to kennel. Back door was open. Instead of the kennel, he went outside. He does like it outside, but should I restart kennel drills? Usually likes kennel. Yeah, but outside's fun. Right? <laughs> David, come on. Wouldn't you pick outside too? So David, so I would what I so I I would what I would do is didn't have time to correct, so just let him go out. <laughs> that's that's you know what David, you do what you want to do, buddy. So what I would do is I would, yes, I would start kennel drills again with the door open, but a leash on the dog. So put a leash on the dog, punk him on the dog, kennel up, dog starts going towards the door, firm correction. Um, and then, then it's like uh, the kennel's over there to the left. Next. Um, you, you said, have you thought about becoming a breeder in the future? Never. <laughs> Why would I become a breeder? So dog, dog training and breeding are two different things. You could be the best breeder in the world. You don't. You don't. You can know shit about dog training. Be the best dog trainer in the world, which I'm not, and you don't know anything about. Or breeders don't know. You can know nothing about training, and trainers don't know anything about breeding. I'm not interested in breeding at all. I put it this way: Kira is intact, and I'm like, should I breed her? And then I'm thinking to myself, I would never want to breed her. Why? Because where I don't want to be responsible, and I would be responsible for her all of her puppies and where they go. I don't want that responsibility. I got enough responsibilities in life. So I don't want to I don't want to do that. Next. Uh twenty dollar top chat from Dar. Three year old Pitbull bit the same dog twice. Should I train first a little, then set up bite after to correct, or just correct right away? So we we we, we I would correct right away. Muzzle up, or muzzle up that dog, let it go after the the other dog, and boom, correct. And a lot of people are going to say, teach the dog how to be around the other dog. It's like, okay, yeah, that's step two. Teach the dog how to be around the other dog, you know? I'm not picking. So, so what I would do is um, I'd correct next. David Smith, chicken feet are fantastic for broth too. Tons of collagen. That's true. Bone broth. Yep, there you go. Barista boy, my neighbors, really nice people. Just got a new puppy and it was super calm and they would let the off 
let it off leash and say how calm it was. And I would smile to myself as she got braver and saw the sun chasing the puppy across the road back and forth. Yep. Luckily, we live on a quiet street. I would see the puppy bound out of view, followed by the boy. This went on for a while until she went back inside. Don't worry. They'll get it under control. She is just in the turd stage. Yep. Keeping a leash on that dog would probably help. People have to remember they're puppies. They're not, um, I mean, they're, they're raising a dog, not a puppy. So, yes, there's a puppy stage. I'm not ignorant of that. I'm very aware of it. Mm-hmm. But people have to remember that they're raising a dog. Next. Kendra, ideas on a harness training for a Frenchie who is low food drive and low focus using harness due to neck issues. So, believe it or not, so you can get the dog's food drive up um, by only using food to train. So, you're not, you're not starving the dog. You're not withholding food. You're just using the dog's daily food to train. Um, you can also try to find some other motivator. Um, also, I don't know what the neck issues are, but a prong collar is not going to usually hurt the neck. Also, some people are big fans of, you know, head halters. Again, you know, but if you want to train with a harness, that's fine. Um, you can use a remote collar. There'll be no neck issues because there's no pressure on the, the, the neck with the remote collar. Next. Um, Pulsar dog training. What's a good higher drive dog I could use for sports? I have a GSD, but not a lot of drive. Love mouths, but I've never handled one. <laughs> well, you want a high drive dog, get a mouth. Just be prepared. Be prepared. I mean, you can find drivey dogs, though. I mean, you can get, find border collies. You can find, you can find any dog can technically have drive. Lots of drive. Lots of drive. Look at Bert when he gets out with the pack. Yep. Driviest little lab ever. Yeah. So, I mean, but depends what your goal is. I mean, if you're talking, if you're, I would talk to a sport dog trainer. Yeah, like what sport do you want to do? Yeah, There's I would talk a to a sport factors. dog trainer. So we're family pet dog trainer. So I would talk to a sport dog trainer next. David Smith, crate definitely off switch for Rocky. He patrols the yard all the time, but in there he's like Sam the sheepdog cartoon clocking out with the wolf, LOL. Yep, yep. awesome. Dar, already read that. Pulsar dog training. How would you train recall if the dog is already focused and following you? After some prong work, it's hard to get the dog far enough. Yeah. Put the dog into a down. Put the dog into a place. Throw the dog off, like, by walking, walking, walking. Uh, and then take some dog take some dog food. Throw it on the ground far away. Or take a dog bowl. Take a dog bowl. Um, put it far away from the dog. And then recall the dog off the dog bowl. Next. Sarah Bug Art, Kenai will go into a down when I ask for sit more than 20 plus seconds. Will elevated sit states help to improve this? Oh, yeah. He's a young GSD, so are elevated sits okay on growing joints, jumping up and down? Um, I would control. You I would, can do sit stays on the ground, though. You can do Just sit don't sta- let him down. Yeah, you can do sit stays on the ground. That's probably even harder for the dog not to down because they, they're used to downing. Sit stays on a chair... Dogs do try to down sometimes, um, but um, they don't, uh, there's usually no room. Next. Sarah Bug Art said, I grew up on them, so I know what they look like. They are great. Oh, the books. There you go. Kathy. She'll probably bring those home. My dog was choking on a flat buckle collar. I was lazy and didn't put his prong on. We were walking to place where we go off leash. I've walked her on a prong. She's an angel. Even salutes me. never heard anyone say that that shit's funny yeah i'd like to see a video of that send us a video uh, Next. mercedes two and a half year old gsd starting to guard crates 
attacked our other dog after he sniffed his own crate. This is a new behavior. GSD is remote collar trained. What would Jeff do? You know what to do. <laughs> All right. You know what to do, Mercedes. So your dog is if your dog is guarding a resource. Make it suck to guard the resource. You can also teach the dog out, meaning out. It means get the Frank Sinatra out of here. Okay, two options. Next. Blessing, so I shouldn't be worried that he's trying to play with other dogs. It's not that I don't want it. It's just really weird. Mm. Blessing. Blessing, you were having problems. Do you want the, the, the before him attacking dogs? Which one do you want? Don't you <laughs> want the dog to play with other dogs if you, like, you know, maybe on command if you want? Right? Oh, we got a, we got a thumbs down. Oh, nice. there it is. Oh, too bad. You didn't like the show. No, I remember when yeah. Wes first started playing with your guys, though. It did. I was like, I would, like, always be, like, the sheriff. Like, you can't play. No fun. That's because he used to fight. Yeah, but, I know. Yeah, but now he's making good choices. Yeah. It's great choices. But, so it's definitely weird when they start. Yeah. Like, so just whoa. keep an eye on your dog. That's it. But no, that's a better choice. Next. Um, Cynthia, hi, J&J, took my two-year-old mix wiener to the groomer for the first time, and it didn't go well. She was using the dryer on him, and he aggressively reacted, not toward her, just the blow dryer. Yep, that happens. So, I mean, your groomer should know how to handle that. A bonk would handle that. Groomers have got good dog skills. I mean, there's no way that your dog is the first dog that's attacked the dryer. So your groomer should know what to do. Your groomer should know what to do. Next. Fit Rider, how do I get my dog to stop playing so much and be more aggressive? Why would you want your dog to be aggressive? Next. Interesting. 999 Top Chat from Dino. Dog is on prong leash with son playing outside, seeing good signs, and great state of mind. It's still super ball driven, though. Should I correct this? And tips to transition off leash around the sun outdoors? Ball driven is not a bad thing. You can teach your, if you dog, if you've got a ball driven dog, you can, you can use the ball as the reward for lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. So, um, as far as, as far as if your dog is focusing on the balls that the dog, the kids are playing with maybe, is that what we're talking about? Like the kids are playing basketball or soccer or, or doing something or doing something like that. Um, you know, I would, I would not, what was the question? Should you correct it? He just, I think he said, like, what to do. Yeah, you could. Oh, should I correct this? Yeah. Yes, yes, you'd correct it. Yeah. Next. Fit Rider, how do I get my dog? Oh, we already read that. Blessing, Dakota has all basic and advanced obedience, as well as off-leash training. Um, all I want for him now is socialization, cats, dogs, and to learn how to swim. Okay. I'm paying for board and train with Tori because he is so attached to me that it affects his ability to socialize with other dogs or people. Oh, good. You went because to Because he's so worried yeah. about where I'm at. I also feel that him learning to be independent away from me will be good for him. Is this a good decision? Yeah, I think you're doing. The, I think you're making the right decision. Next. Pulsar dog training. I have two Danes with a cat kill on record. Mm. I believe I can prove them to be okay with cats, but my cat will sometimes try to play with dogs. Runs, <laughs> tackles, and runs away. Yes. Yeah, sometimes when you start putting dogs into avoidings of cats, cats come out and are total dicks. Flaunt their shaking, shit. shaking their ass right in front of there. You want some of this? <laughs> they like saunter around like freaking little shit. Yeah. So um, you can bonk the cat too. Next. For pulling um, that stuff. Viking dogmanship said agreed. Cool. Great Lakes honey said, ha, you know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Cecilia, we need help. We rescued a three and a half year old dog a couple weeks ago. First, she was a dream. 
Got along great with our pup. Honeymoon. Last few days, rescue showing teeth and growling at our pup. We don't know why. Because it's a dog, and you possibly use too much love and affection, not enough structural leadership and guidance. Does that sound familiar? So you got this dog. Not a re- it's not a rescue dog. You okay? It's a dog. So rescue is not a breed. So you got this dog, right? And the first thing you did with it was what? Give it love. Give it affection. You know, yada yada yada. Not enough structure. So the dog was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. Until the dog all of a sudden realizes, guess what? I can start getting away with things. Next. That's it. That's it. I think it's a good time to end the show. Okay. All right. Code word for turn it off, Jeff. All right, guys. We really appreciate you. Hope everyone is doing well. I know it's been a rough week for many of you. Um, This too shall pass. And um, work on yourself. Work on your mind. Work on your body. Work on your health. It's a great time to do it. Really sure. great time to do it. All right. Massively in love with you. And uh, we'll probably do a live tomorrow on something. And um, that's on Facebook, by the way. Facebook Lives. All right. Good night. Love you guys. Bye-bye.